0: if you miss us live you can you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast Us
1: live, you can you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. And it's Tony Wood. I'm the general manager at Fred Beans Kian Landlord. We just wanted to take a minute to talk about larry Feltman, my career Juniors usa larry and i have been working together for about the last 12 years now and anything i've ever needed as far as recruiting training larry's been right there um larry's got me salespeople, he's got me managers he's got me technicians even through the toughest times in the industry and he is just the kind of guy who's going to tell you exactly what's on his mind he's going to tell you exactly what he thinks but Larry also has the expertise to back it up. When he's in the dealership world, he was a top performer. And that's really important to my staff, uh, especially as it pertains to training. A lot of people can come in and teach out a textbook, but Larry has real world experience dealing with customers, dealing with situations in dealerships that we go through on a daily basis and try to trade on. But Larry's been through it, so he can really empathize with the people and tell you what's worked for him and maybe what way not to go. Um, Larry is just always at a 10. I mean, his energy level is always up there. And I think people, they just love that and they feed off of it. Um, He's not faking it. He he is genuinely excited to come in and help you. He's excited to come and help grow your business. And he's one of those people who just really enjoys seeing dealers succeed and um, have a lot of fun at the same time. Life is about connection,
2: having a support system to lean on, and roads to endless possibility. (coughs) At every turn, guiding the way, we are building the connections that move you.
3: So what would your dealership feel like if your entire sales staff was literally on fire, your sales and service staff, they were nonstop all over social media, completely dominating your marketplace. They could do it in 30 days or less and then continue their education to do it for an entire six months or a year. You literally would completely take over the entire marketplace and no one would be able to compete with you. And that's what we can do for you. So when you're walking around your community, whether you're at local restaurants or you're going to the gym, you don't want to be bothered. Fine. You won't be bothered. But a lot of people will walk up to you and say, oh my God, I love your social media. Your staff is amazing. We love what you're doing in the community. We want to come buy a car from you. We want to get an oil change at your dealership. Your community is absolutely going to love you. And it doesn't matter what platform you're on. You could be on TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all social media platforms. You will literally be all over the place. And not only will you have ads running, but your own staff is going to be promoting your brand and promoting themselves within the dealership and within the business. So it's like running an ad times 100 fold because your entire staff is participating in the process. I've traveled all over North America. I've trained Toyota. I've trained Nissan. I've been to driving sales. I've been to women in auto. I get hired as a speaker for conferences at universities all over the country. And I can help change the trajectory of your dealership right now.
4: See you? And this is Jeff here, guess where? NADU twenty twenty four fa- with our new friend who I had to make wait in the waiting room on our Monday show because we're now Uber security. Like we're 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 really security guy. Does anybody know this Nate this guy? Yeah, we do. Okay, he can come in. So we're here with Nate Sessel. I like that, okay, from ACS Automotive. Nate, please say hi, introduce your company a little bit yourself, and thank you for taking the time with us.
2: Uh so my name is Nate Sassai. And I run ACS Automotive. We are the automotive way. ACS, who is a TST technology services distributor. So what that means is that ACS has a portfolio of solutions, more on the telecom side, um, but with every provider that they offer, clients are always guaranteed best pricing, you know, best support, and it's not standard support. This is literally like you go straight to tier three. support. So we get to bypass all traditional means and it's because we are obviously a growth engine for all the providers that we'll work with. So over the past couple of years, we've expanded into automotive. Um, I have been hand choosing products, even I've been I've been in this industry and technology for to 15 years, assessing products on a daily basis. And so I've been doing it here at automotive. So the reality is, which you guys probably know this because we're both pretty savvy, probably 90% of what is here is smoke and mirrors. You know, and the questions that we ask providers as we bring them into our company start with the back end, not the front end. So we want to know where it's housed. We want to know how it's redundant. We want to know if it's real time to dance. The real question, how they're going to be supported. Of course, how the product is mixed you know, is part of it. But we look at everyone. For example, if I, can I keep going. Please, so, of course you can. One of the most recent ads we had it's a company by the name of DLA. We got into credit card processing last oh. year, uh, for the Cardinelli Automotive Group, was a yeah. client of mine. Right. Teresa Found was their CFO, very good friend. They we do a lot of stuff for that. lot of tech advisor for them. But she asked me to find her a processor. I started with fifty five zero providers, narrowed down to fifteen that I deep don't I served sure. for one, 40 minutes into that demo. Mr. a done deal. So hopefully that tells you, I know my technology and I can also listen to my clients. And this same provider, I mean, they're untouchable in this space. one example how is our sales and service AI? Yes. Yeah. after looking at everyone in the market. You know, it's funny
4: because uh, as you've learned, as the more, more time you hang around dealers, we know everything. You know, we go by the IKEA and we can put it together. No, we can't. And, you know, if, you, if you've got a CFO of a group, their time is money, forget the money they make to the company. Their time is money. Yes. And, um, when you consider the fact that if they're going to spend time on 30 providers, have 30 salespeople knocking at their doors on zoom calls or anything like that, um, look at that wasted time and what do they know? They might think they know, but they don't. So now they get somebody
2: It goes back to, again, they're still not asking the back end questions because this provider might be in one data center and not redundant because I'm a GM with a developer, yeah. and here we go. The 20 Group recommended us because I got it for free if I ever recommend it. I mean, there's too much of that. So instead of putting your own personal advisor, which is just too expensive, you know, you can use us, and there's no cost to us. So we can guarantee best pricing, but at the same time, you know, we can guarantee better support from these same providers sure. they would be using Anyways, so it's a better technology experience to go through us. We can find technology. We have big, big developers. If people need things built out or integrations built, we can integrate into CRMs and integrate into DMSs, so on and so forth. Uh, But essentially we are, you know, we're expanding tech portfolio and on the automotive side, but the whole telecom, which is our bread and butter for agency. That's just a giver. So the whole infrastructure piece, you know, primary, secondary internet, if they they don't want to fail, they can use SD-WAN. So we can block multiple circuits that are Active, no more more internet outages for a dealership. You know, most of them don't pay for that, but it's an option if they want to do. Well, they don't want to pay for it. But guess what? When the internet's out, they pay. Right. And then the phones, the security, those pieces right there, just the infrastructure side, dealers are always overpaying. Uh, Cardinally, another. I'll just use that example because they were my first big group I work with. Much larger now, but we found over twenty thousand in monthly spend that was wasted because we have people who analyze bills all day long. Do you think anyone in the dealership setting knows how to analyze a tech bill from AT So I hope that, that 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 means they're happy to spend to give you the twenty grand a month. Then. But They don't. The thing is, they don't have. To. I tried. They don't. They don't have to pay us anything. They don't charge consulting fees because, again. I there's enough in this even with best pricing guarantees that we're okay and so much so that they were we helping them with this essentially white glove building, yeah uh onboarding new products we guarantee the best pms that they have account managers only the top so if you're a smaller group or if you're a larger group or if you're the largest group we can still give you a better experience because on our telecom side on the acs house side we have Fortune 500, Fortune 100 clients that use us, that leverage us because of our relationships with these providers and the knowledge that we have. That's really wild.
4: I never, I had, I had no idea. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. we were talking about that the other day with uh, our friend from A to Z, when they were talking about their integration with Amazon. But the thing that was most interesting was the deal. I think he said six to eight years. Don't quote me on that because that's from my memory, but... What was interesting about it is Amazon approached the largest companies in the space, and virtually all of them said, "No, not interested." Your Amazon, you're too threatening to us. Right. And then it's taken time, but at the end of the day, they they went with A to Z because A to Z was willing to work with them. Right. Were they the best? I'm assuming so. But ironically, when you look at a dealership, and we've done many shows on technology over the years, uh, we'll have let's just say three to five technology companies. To pick a random, note and there's a lot of talk about algorithms. There's a lot of talk about the best in the industry, the future, and whatever right. else it is, right? But how many of the dealers who are listening to the show or considering those companies actually vet those companies?
2: No ideas, right? How many get vetted? Who is asking the real questions about what kind of technology company is that? Yes, this is what they offer, but what's behind it? What's powering it? Where did it come from? Everybody wants to plug in with ChatGPT. I think that's a little concerning. You know, where is the fourth thought there? Where is the long-term thought there? Who owns this data? What we, what, are, what are we well, opening ourselves up to?
4: We talked to a fella yesterday that was de- talking to an AI company that was building their platform based on the elephant in the room AI company. They let them build it for them. We, we yeah. don't care. No, nope. you know, as yeah, long as, we'll disclaimer for that reason, but normally just for one person. <laughs> no, um. There's a, there's a fact is, is it, that would be like GM giving Tesla, every, letting Tesla build their EVs. Right. You know, granted everybody's stealing tech from everybody else and he threw it out, Musk threw it out years ago. But it's like saying you build my EVs for me, so and a direct competition to you. You don't do that. You know, take their advice, do this and that. And by the way, I do have a suggestion for a spin off business. And like I do many a time, I do want royalties (laughs) if you do it. You need to create a company that tells dealers what all the abbreviations mean. Like I know dealers that don't know what DMS
2: means. Just so you know. You know, it's (laughs) the abbreviations. If and telecom side, it's like a it's okay. Freaking fungal! I mean, the acronyms on their side. And and
4: by the way, when you're talking to dealers, I'm going to give you a hint too. This is free. As soon as you mention the word algorithm to a dealer, they do this.
2: (laughs) I also, (laughs) everybody tries to sell them these. Well, I was at that, but it's it's, it's not. You got to talk to them and meet them in dollars. Talk. (laughs) We always taught salespeople,
4: you know, don't use jargon you know so it, this thing's got uh what's you know a lot of the uh what very BB, yeah bbt you know acs asc you know oh, it's got the esc and that's really good the customer customer goes uh all saints clothing <laughs> you know yeah you do i you, the, the biggest thing one of the big jokes i have is we cars have um uh, adaptive cruise control so what does that description mean to you it the cruise control adapts to what? I tell people, hey, it's radar cruise. They go, what does that mean? Well, the radar reads the car in front
2: of Oh, adaptive, they didn't know what it means. Oh, Not saying I they mean, listen to me either, but. Like I have an XC90, right? So my-, my like, Me too. You know, that keeps me dead center between the lanes as well as the distance yeah. to and front. I don't have to have my foot on the gas ever. Have you
4: done it in stop and go traffic? Where do you live? Yeah, LA? Yeah, no? So, oh, okay.
2: So we live between, uh, we've got a Savannah, Georgia's our primary house. Yeah. And then we have a place just outside of Key West uh, where I'd prefer Oh, man. School. Oh, man. So, That's it. I'm
3: done. <laughs> there
2: weren't enough kids for our children to homeschool in the Key. So we moved up to Savannah into a big community. Uh, we love it. big homeschool group. So then we, uh, we do extensive global travel. And uh, cultural immersion. My daughter was born in Ecuador, for example. Cool. Um, but I'm, I'm big on uh, the global side. Multilingual. I love to meet people where they are. Well, you know,
4: I have I to say. Because clearly I like to talk. Yeah. One bucket list I have is, is driving the, uh, I don't can't remember what it's called, but it's driving the the, the road out to, to Key Largo, Key West, et cetera, yes. you know. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's. Um, well, you reminded
0: me of that conference I was at. Uh, it was driving sales almost 20 years ago, maybe 25. And there's a room full of dealers, maybe about 800 dealers, and they hired a gentleman who was a social media scientist at the time to talk to car dealers and social media data. And the guy got up and he had, you know, the PowerPoint, the spreadsheets, the algorithms, the data, and you, it took less than 10 minutes for the dealers to start getting up and walking out. So yeah. And it was interesting because not only was, I think, probably an informative informative, uh, presentation, but when we've done shows around technology, part of the reason they're well-watched is because we're probably getting five to ten minutes about a certain company if you have four or five guests. Right. And the dealer doesn't have the bandwidth or maybe even the attention span to handle a 45-minute presentation about something sometimes. Right. I'm not trying to beat anyone up,
2: but I've I've seen this. So, Yeah. yeah. So the way that we we, we usually go, or typical, is that we like to do an assessment. Yeah. And it's something that, because I've done this so long, it's been in Cornwall. um, I am the face of most of our agents and agencies in the automotive side, because on our telecom house, a lot of those guys just know how to sell telecom products. So they're now bringing me in to offer the auto portfolio side of it. So we do assessments and, you know, it's asking basic questions. How do you guys handle sales leads as they come in? What's your process? You know. 'Cause we wait, we need to understand how they operate to to make them better at operating their way. Right. You can't this isn't the right solution for everybody. There's no such right. thing. You know, something some technologies can do incredible things, but if it's not received the right way, adopted in and then part of the culture to fail. You know, and if it's gonna fail, we don't want it in our portfolio. You know, and that's why you tie down those pieces like you have to have the best PIs to not dealing with the guy that's getting turned out, too. We have to have the best account managers because my clients matter. And they need that touch. Yeah. right? Yeah. And we have to be able to bypass tier one and tier two. Because tier one and tier two, especially in automotive, it's like so dumb. <laughs> Your call is important to us. So the, the dealer ends up not making that call because they know it's going to take too long to get fixed. So now we just bought this technology. We're not using the technology. We're paying for the technology. But where we, we don't have time. For that. yeah. So that's where we ensure the buy-in is from the beginning. And it is deeper than their normal process. Um, it's actually what we work on with each individual one. We want a customized process that is just like enterprise, but for every single viewers. Yeah. And that's, it's a better technology experience.
4: And everything now is tech, you know, look at this show 20 years ago. Mind you, this year there's way less there's way more touchy-feely stuff than I thought there was, because there's like right around you. There's like ten different EV uh, charging s- solution companies. But also, you know,
0: this thing this year specifically versus the last five years is you're seeing companies say five years ago there was quite a few that one product, maybe two products. Now you're seeing a lot of consolidation where you have companies selling eight products, ten products uh, that maybe five years ago had one. So, you're seeing that. And I think that's really interesting because we went, I did an interview, I think it was DEP yesterday. And initially it was just a website. Now they're doing all this stuff. And then we interviewed, uh, obviously, Tim talking about data, uh, which was interesting because he was talking about the appliance of that and a bunch of other things. But the thing that's really interesting when you look at the technology side of auto is you have companies that have expanded from saying one offering higher sales and that was true last year when we interviewed
4: uh vlo's two new two companies they acquired the week before the show yeah, so I mean, you were, de- were definitely seeing the interesting thing is data and uh, you know this is probably where somebody like like you comes into hand too or as a hand because people don't realize when they sign up with these companies they're expo- exposing everything you know Tesla's not a car company Tesla's not even a tech company, they're a data company.
2: Again, it goes back to what's behind the curtain. Yeah. Where are they? What kind of technology is This what's their purpose? You know, what's their ulterior motive? And you know, because there are a lot in here. No,
4: exactly. Well, perfect. Anything else? Uh
3: I don't
4: think so. Nate, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. appreciate you tuning in with us and um you know, it's a real pleasure. I love that the guys do. You got to check out his suit. Shall he show his, his suit? You know, that's really cool stuff, you know. So there you go. And uh, thank you very much. He's also a jazz singer. So check him out. Yeah. So doobie doobie doo. Bring it <laughs> Hey,
0: if you miss us live, you can you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast.